2: Everyone needs to thank me today because Jeremy's feet are, are just on a different, a different, uh, anyway, I made him put socks on. So everyone on the video side, you're welcome.
0: Would you say that they're the average dad quality?
2: Oh my God.
0: Roll the fucking intro. You
2: ready? Yep. Let's go home. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Wild Till Nine, our weekly podcast. Stop, drop, roll, rate the pod, leave a comment. You know,
0: it's actually, it's not necessarily our weekly podcast. Yeah. It's your weekly podcast. It's
2: your weekly podcast. Yeah. We, we pod for you. Yeah. We pod for you a hundred percent. Question. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, we were like talking about things and all these things and all these things like, you know, what do we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And something that we didn't talk about that I feel like is very important to talk about. Okay. Am I your type?
2: <laughs> no, absolutely the fuck not. No. Why? Um um, hmm, how do I? I just I just feel as if, so here's the thing, is that I love you so much. I love you so much.
0: Mm. Um, we don't have, like we have enough things to talk about. You don't have to fill the hour with bullshit. <laughs> you can just get to it. <laughs> just get
2: right to it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, no, but I just feel like if I'm, I, I just need to preface what I'm about to say with just that like, I chose you and I love you. Okay. Um, no, but you're you're just absolutely not my type whatsoever. I, I, w- I would say. Um, okay. I, I've never dated anyone that has as much facial hair as you. And that was a first for me that I didn't know if I was going to get past. If I'm being completely honest, I'm I like, for some reason, I don't know why I've just like, I've always hooked up with and dated people that don't have a ton of facial hair.
0: Well, the majority of your hooking up and dating was yeah. with prepubescent boyfriends. So, so, babe, what?
2: Jealousy doesn't need to happen when we're dating.
0: No, but they were in high school and before, so they would not have facial hair. Those people probably have facial hair now.
2: No, none of them do.
0: None of your None. boyfriends have facial hair. No. Zero.
2: Zero. Not really. Well, like, I stand corrected. Like a really gross, like pubic stash. All of them Whoa. for some reason. Okay. What?
0: Pubic stash.
2: You know exactly what kind of stash I'm talking about, though, when I say puby stash. Yeah. Like there's no other word to describe what. No, I think like,
0: there, there probably are a few ways to describe. No, it's just pubie not the stash. same
2: Pubic stash. It has to be pubic stash. So I'm not your type. So you're not my type because
0: I have facial hair. Well,
2: that was that was probably like the first thing that I was like. Well, well. also too, I feel like when you're as pretty as you are- Okay. I was like, oh, this guy's a douchebag for sure, for sure. And like, <laughs> see, this is why I had to preface it to say that I choose you, I love you.
0: No, keep going.
2: Um, No, you're just like, this is, this is gonna sound so mean towards everyone that I've ever dated prior to you. You're just more manly than some of the other guys I've dated. Um, taller, hairier, just more like of a man versus a boy. And I will say that I definitely have gone through phases of being attracted to like a very baby face, like softer features for sure. Like my prime candidate for someone that I have a crush on, especially in high school was like a baby face, skater boy, um, like, it just yeah, just like a skater boy with like a baby face and just like have never really been into like the beard, the mustache. I feel like I had so many friends that like love the look of like the lumberjack guys, right. that's never been me.
0: Uh, and, and am I in any way no, a lumberjack No, you're not a lumberjack guy.
2: guy. But I just feel I like- I wore
0: plaid once and you about shit yourself. You were like, "That's, that's my dad wears that shirt. Don't wear that shirt.
2: <laughs> you did wear a shirt that my dad straight up has. I love that shirt. Well, I'm just, I'm so glad- and he-, he
0: does not have that shirt. Yes,
2: he does. The blue one?
0: That shirt was hundreds of dollars.
2: Oh yeah, Greg would never pay a hundred dollars for a shirt. No, but- Oh,
0: hundreds of dollars. Greg
2: would never pay more than a hundred dollars for a shirt. So no, he doesn't have that shirt, but he has, he has like the cheaper Mark's work warehouse version of that shirt.
0: What wear version? Mark's
2: work warehouse. Maybe that's only in Canada. Mark's work warehouse? Mark's work warehouse. It's like where you can also, it's like, oh my God, Canadian guys everywhere love this story. It's like, you can buy tools, but you can also buy work boots and also a sweater all in the same place.
0: I will never have a need to go within a a mile radius of this store.
2: No, you really don't. So anyway, anyway, so I just feel like there's like baby face, no facial hair, and then Lumberjack is all the way at the other end and you fall somewhere in the middle there, but I just never ventured even to the middle of this scale of facial hair. I made it with one- You were waiting
0: in the kiddie pool, literally.
2: Okay, no, no, I mean like they were men, but just didn't have facial hair just because they're not sprouting hair. Also, there's just like so many races that just don't really like, I mean, if I was a guy, I probably wouldn't have facial hair just because I'm half Asian.
0: Both of your cousins have facial hair.
2: No, they both have pubic stashes when they try and do that.
0: Uh, she didn't say that to you guys. Yes, that I was, did. That was Michael me.
2: Matthew. You both have pubic stashes when you try and do facial hair, and you both know that. Okay. Um. But yeah, you're you are hairier prettier and more manly than my normal type. And maybe this is like an insecurity thing for me where I just feel like I'm not mature enough or good oh, looking get, enough. We're gonna get
0: into that, absolutely.
2: <laughs> to like date someone who looks like a full ass man. Right. But, and also too, like I, I before I met you had made out with a dude who had probably about the same amount of facial hair as you. This
0: is the guy that you made out with the night before you met me?
2: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Did I line up two dates back to back? Maybe. (laughs)
0: Crash. I told you
2: I told you when I bro I when I got on my last relationship, I was like, yo, I'm about to be single. No, I didn't say
0: that in a negative or kindness anyway. I was just like, yeah, you're like player shit.
2: I was about to go on a long journey of some player shit. Yeah. Anyway, I had two, two dates lined up back to back, but that's that in two days. Whatever. It's not like it was the same day. Anyway, he had a, probably about the same amount of facial hair as you. And we ended up like making it refer for I'll a little him. bit at the, end, <laughs> at the end of the night. And my face mm. got so ripped up. And it was just like, it was, I was like, I don't know. This is a lot. And it was the first like hairy dude that I had made out with. And it was like, same thing, just like stubble. But I also feel, and I feel like we've gone through this journey together with facial hair, is that there's a length that is, when it's really short, it's like fine. And then it grows by the end of the day. And then it's prickly and hurts and is like exfoliation that you don't really want on your skin. But then when it gets like a little bit longer, like one day old for you, it gets soft again. Cause it's not, no.
0: No, 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 I just, I'm just wondering how many people are still with us, but you keep going.
2: No, it's true. It's an art and it's a science and it, and I'm sure every, everyone that's All right, dating- ladies,
0: get in the comments <laughs> right now. Do you or do you not like a dude with facial hair?
2: Yes, that's, that's our, that's our question of the pod is do you or do you not like facial hair? What's your preference? And also like, I, I just like, don't know if I could get down with like a dude with a beard.
0: I mean, fortunately I don't have the patience for it. Like day, cause I, I. I have like a five o'clock shadow all the time. Like I haven't, not I haven't shaved my face like like with an actual razor. I would
2: die to see that
0: one day. I haven't shaved my face with a razor and like since I don't know like ten years probably. Right. I don't I don't like it and also like I do that and it already comes at like a five o'clock shadow by noon anyway. So it's literally
2: like- literally you you take a breath and hair comes back out of your face.
0: Right. And also I notice like when I work out in the morning, uh-huh. like if I shave before I work out or like like trim it down before I work out and then I work out for whatever reason, it's I need to do it again after. I don't know if it's like I I. I induce more hair follicles. Testosterone and yeah.
2: then, yeah, in turn yeah. More, yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. like,
0: I, I've had this for, I don't even know how long. And I
2: feel like you came out of the womb with a five o'clock shadow.
0: I assure you, I did not.
2: I feel like you did.
0: No, I, I did not.
2: Okay, well in my head you did and it's a good image. Um,
0: okay, so I'm so not like, your type for about seven type. reasons.
2: For about seven different reasons. All of them having
0: to do with stereotypical hair and body Things,
2: yeah, yeah. But personality-wise, um, I have come to realize that you are my type. I feel like as I was going through the journey of aging, you are looking for something compatibility-wise that's different every time you get into a new relationship. So I feel like when we,
0: I think you have overthought your way into thinking that every time. Yes,
2: I told you it's really stressful up in my brain. Yeah, no, it's definitely very stressful. It's I overthink and it's very stressful up here. I assure you. Um. But compatibility wise, for my type, when I met you and you checked all my boxes, personality wise, and like obviously you check a ton of boxes of like being attractive, having great hair, and having good teeth and stuff like really that. You were
0: really focused in on the hair thing. What I'll always remember. I'm like, I, f- I feel like I care about my hair, obviously, and yeah. like I want it to look good and I, I go get a haircut every two weeks. Yeah. So, like obviously, I care. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times that I feel like you mentioned just how important and attracted and everything you were to my hair just how much I had of it.
2: It was how much you had of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like I, lo- I love your style. It's a great, it's a great style. It totally works for your head for sure. And it's less about like, cause I don't really, I've never really been with a dude who really cares that much about their hairstyle. So hairstyle I'm like, man, whatever, like as long as it looks acceptable. but. I'm just so jealous of how much hair you have. You have so much damn hair. If I had that much hair, I would have the most luscious locks in the world, and also would not need to sit in my hairstylist's chair for three hours getting extensions.
0: And my boy Rodante thins this thing every two weeks. Like he's you constantly know what? just fuck thinning. You
2: fuck you. I have to thin my hair. No, I I sit in the chair for three hours and add hair to my head. So it must be nice. Anyways, um, am I your type? <laughs> sure. That felt.
0: Well, here's the thing. I have, um, I've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Like I, when I'm single and looking for girls to have more of a recreational relationship Uh with
2: recreational, Mm -hmm. I
0: mean, it's very skin level. It's, let's be honest. I'm not like, I'm not looking through and trying to like find a certain type or whatever. It's like, I, I really do. Like when you see guys like just swiping right left very quickly, I honest, like I will never look at a second picture. Because to me-
2: What? Never. And,
0: like, and not to say I won't look at the second picture. What? Like I'll look at the second picture once I've already swiped. But for me, I want to be able to look at you and my first gut like animalistic reaction, oh yes my or no. God. No, but you know why? why? It's not just about like what they look like. To me, that girl put that picture first. Uh-huh. And the reason she put that picture first is because that's the first impression. So a lot of times, it wouldn't even be like a, oh that attracted to that girl. It's like a funny thing, or like it's something where like oh that's quirky, or like that's like that's different. I like that,
2: mm-hmm. right? Okay, you're telling me that you just didn't see a hot girl and swiped right.
0: Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I but I'm saying say,
2: it's like, not deeper than that, babe.
0: <laughs> no, but like I, there were some girls for sure that like did some like ironic, funny things that uh-huh. like like it's like an inside joke you already have kind of thing that I was like oh that's funny, right? okay. okay. But as far as my type. Wait, Um, I'm
2: still so hung up on that you've never looked at a second photo. I mean, I did
0: after I swiped and like we matched or not, but like I was not gonna sit around and just go, hmm.
2: I would never swipe right on someone that I haven't like done a full analysis of their profile, looked at all their photos. And no
0: one is surprised by that answer. No
2: one's surprised by that. But no, I just feel, I, I just feel like for all the people like me who overthink the shit out of their profile to hear someone like you say that, that you have never looked at second photo. I'm like, well, damn, I spent so much time like organizing and making it strategically. Like here's a photo of me by myself. Here's a photo with me with my friends. Here's a photo with me and my dog. Here's, you know what I mean?
0: Hey Lauren, remember how I sent you the picture of the screenshot of our very first conversation on Hinge? Yeah. And what was your picture? Me in a bikini. You looking hot as fuck in a bikini.
2: I mean, yeah, strategic.
0: And you know what? You got the right.
2: I did get the right. I got the right Yeah, I got the right. I got the right.
0: Like Okay, got it. I'm in. Yeah, I guess. What's wrong, but what's wrong with like like the idea of like the idea no, of like no, no, love no. at first sight? It, like yeah. but like Whatever, to me yeah. it's like are you like when you like break it down, I feel like I've like seen like psychologists like like the study of just like every single person that you come in contact with, like your body goes through like up 74 different like analyze like this, that, everything else, whatever. just like body language, the way they talk, the way, is it something that's like similar to you? Are they different? And to me, it's just like, you see a picture and especially from someone who like, I I work in like a people business, you you put whatever foot you wanted to put forward and either I liked it or I didn't.
2: That's true. I mean, I guess when you see someone in person too, like you see them in, the clothes they're wearing, the hairstyle they chose, the right. makeup they chose. So and then that's like, you get one shot with that too for what you look like. I, I just, it, no, I, I totally, that all makes very, so much sense for sure. And I, I, I understand that. Um, I feel like I was just shocked to hear that because I just so much Is this so the first effort. time that, I,
0: that I've shared I've, this with you? I
2: think so, Well, you've yeah. also,
0: you've seen me swipe for friends before too.
2: You go so fast. Yes,
0: it needs to be. No,
2: but what if you, what if you just like, it just, what if you make a mistake?
0: Well, that's what you buy premium so you can go back.
2: Yeah, I know, but not everyone buys premium. I, well, I, a, I, I did. Listen,
0: if you, if you're gonna commit to it, your first instinct, you are going to commit.
2: I guess, I guess.
0: Anyway, are you my type? Um, I don't know if you're necessarily like my type or whatever, but my type is this like, I told Does your
2: type I, have bigger boobs, is that it? No. Is that it?
0: Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, but like for me, I've told you, like my type is a mixture it, like my type honestly has very little to do with why they are attractive. To me, the reason they are attractive is because of their passion and drive towards mm-hmm. whatever it is that they do.
2: Right. Right, and so right.
0: I don't know exactly what the fuck you do, but I was attracted to something.
2: Yeah, well, I'll never forget on our second date, you, I, I forget how it came up, kind of a deep conversation for our second date, but you made the example of like, yeah, well, I don't know, like if just like, imagine if someone was like super into like knitting, like I love the passion behind that. And like, I find that so attractive. And I was like, God, it's so start knitting. knitting right, it, yeah. Got it, note to self. I'm not sure, like
0: <laughs> I, like my like ex-girlfriends like have been performers, but they've also like, one of my ex-girlfriends was like into track. Like she was a, like D D1 athlete. Like, do I care about pole vault? No, but she did, and she gave a shit, and- Yeah,
2: passionate about something. Right. Yeah. No, I mean- Unfortunately, that passion
0: also means she had a chiseled
2: body. Yeah, wow, love that. Yeah. I I don't really know the art of the pole vault, but yeah, Yeah, I I feel like- that, that, it didn't even get there. It wasn't even oh, good. Oh come on! It wasn't even good.
0: Whatever. Our 96.1 percent of the female audience? Maybe they didn't love it, but that 3.9 percent of guys, and the dudes, yeah, the
2: straight dudes, yeah, listening with the, their ones, girlfriends. The,
0: the ones, the yeah. ones, the girlfriends <laughs> that are like, you're gonna fucking sit there and watch this, okay? Yeah, <laughs> that was for us.
2: That was that was for you guys. Well, I'm glad that you could all share that together.
0: Uh, uh, mom and, and Lauren's mom. You, you, this one's not for you guys either. You can log on. Off. you can log Actually, on. Actually, you off. can just skip ahead like halfway through.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I, I feel like don't say that too early. <laughs> well,
0: we'll get back to you. I mean, so okay, so. And obviously it's been years now later, but what was it about me that was most attractive to you? And not necessarily from like a a physical standpoint, but what was that thing that was like, if you had to pick one, that's why you felt like you wanted to move forward with this.
2: Um, You weren't a YouTuber. Okay. You didn't want to be famous. (laughs) Got it. And you didn't want to exploit me with clickbait. That is true. That was so attractive to me. I was like, I just want to date someone normal. I want to date someone that has a nine to five. I want to date someone who like, is not a part of the internet community ecosystem that is driven by fame and likes and clicks. I was like, I need to have, cause I mean, no matter uh, like who I'm friends with, like because that is my job, I'm always going to be connected to that. So I need some part of my life to be separated from that. Right. And that was the biggest driver of being like, oh, like you're funny, you're nice, you're polite and you're not trying to be famous. Well
0: also not to like, <laughs> more reasons than to like me, but because I worked, in and around the industry yeah, and knew all of the parts of it. So so I got
2: so lucky because you're kind of best of both worlds that you don't want to be famous and you're not a creator slash influencer. And you still understand what I do and like the need to like be on my phone a lot and the need to like vlog some of the things that like I do and you might be in the background of like, you understand how all of that works and understand the ecosystem, but don't want to be, a part of it in the way that um, my past relationships were.
0: Yeah, like the thing that drives me and my passion and my interests aren't directly related to the things that I think people mistake for being like the fun and cool and sexy things about being internet famous. What do you mean? I'd rather be known for being one hell of a like, Salesperson in tech and business. Oh, right. And like, if I got famous off of that, yeah. I'd be all about it. Kind right. of thing. Well, like, that's
2: like an accomplishment that you've like worked right. so, not that I haven't worked hard for like what I do too, but right. it's, it's a different, I totally understand. But to me,
0: it's like, if I do what I do at my nine to five mm-hmm. and work my ass off and I get to do it on these panels and go speak here right. and be known for this, like, hell yeah. But I'm not going to like pick up a camera tomorrow because I'm just like, and I'm selling some stuff for it today. Like, right.
2: On a vlog channel. Yeah, no, yeah, gonna that's, that's not it. That's not it. So, anyway, that was, that was my number one um, checklist box for you to check. Right, and you checked it. Congratulations! Great, you checked it,
0: and you had that great ass.
2: And I, you know what? When we met, my booty was actually not that great. It's it's come a long way since then.
0: Those were, it was a joke, but yeah, okay. Thank yeah, you for well, taking it seriously. And
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. No, no, no. Um, booty gains, booty gains have been much more real in the past couple of years than they were when we met. Fair enough. I randomly have had so many conversations recently, um, and someone actually requested this in my DMs today on Instagram when I asked what we should pot about today. Uh, is love languages and I love talking about love languages. I love it. It's so nerdy, but like, it just makes so much sense. And I genuinely think that if you don't understand love languages like yours and how you give love and how you receive love and how your partner gives and receives, like your relationship could just, it it could change everything, everything. It's so important. Because if you're not seeing eye to eye and don't understand like the things that they're doing and they think they're giving a hundred percent of love, but it's not how you like to receive love. So you're reading that as like 0% and they're over there thinking that you're they're giving a hundred. It just like, it just sets you off on two different journeys and you need to be on the same page. And not to say that you have to have the same love languages. You just have to understand them.
0: You definitely don't have to have the same love languages, but the things that you enjoy doing should probably be in line with the things that they enjoy receiving.
2: I feel like that's more on a compatibility side mm-hmm. versus love languages. For I feel sure. like feel like, is, uh, like a love language is more um, transactional than like doing an activity. Wait, okay, so I made Jeremy take the love language quiz um, about a couple hours ago and I'm gonna just pull up my results.
0: And for those who don't know the love languages, could we go ahead and list those off real quick? Oh
2: yeah, okay. Oh my god, yeah, the love languages. So like in, tr- in terms of setting really, this one up, really dove in, yeah, did D- do minus. a great job, yeah, okay, um, okay. So there's this dude Gary Chapman in 1992. Um, great oh, year, the year you were born. Great year, babe. Great year. Year of our Lord. Um, and it's the five love languages, and they've we ran into another article that was like the millennial love languages, but we'll get into that. They're they're semi ironic, um, <laughs> but the original ones are words of affirmation physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts and quality time. And um, I actually can't find the screenshot of what my um, my like exact percentages of the breakdowns were, but you're a little bit of all of them, but obviously they like ranked to say like, which one is your most meaningful way that you like to receive love. And um, I always feel douchey saying this. I feel like the people who are the number one for like receiving gifts feel douchey, but that's just how you like to receive love. So whatever, no judgment here.
0: I've had some girlfriends before that were definitely number one in the receiving, On gift receiving gifts. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean like that was, and it was funny because I feel like when I was like, even like just casually talking to girls back in my single days, like in business world, I'd be, you know, in New York or Dallas or Vegas or San Francisco, whatever for work and you could just see the look of sadness in their eyes when you came back. And for whatever reason, you didn't, like, grab a I love SF um, t-shirt for them. And you're
2: Aww, like. because just, yeah. And you're like, ma'am. Oh.
0: We got drunk together once. Aww. Come on. Anyway. Would
2: you, would you buy me an I heart SF t-shirt?
0: I'd buy you all the I heart SF t-shirts. Okay. If that's what you wanted. Okay. Anyway, so mine are. <clears throat> 33% acts of service, which is my highest. Yeah, mine too. Okay, 7% physical touch. Mine mine too. 7% receiving gifts. So apparently- uh, Don't have
2: to ever buy you a present? Okay, great. No, uh, Love that.
0: Uh, and then 27% words of affirmation
2: uh-huh.
0: and 27% quality time. I'm fucking balanced.
2: <laughs> my number one was acts of service. Mm-hmm. Number two was, oh, number two and three were tied with um words of affirmation and receiving gifts. Okay. So what are you gonna get me for Christmas?
0: <sighs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, anyway, let me, <laughs> let
2: me read through these in case it's the first time you're hearing about them. Um, so words of affirmation, uh, the example is like sending an unexpected note or text or card like saying how much you appreciate and or love them. Um, so yeah, it's encouraging, affirming, appreciative and listening actively. Physical touch is nonverbal use of body language and touch to show love. So like not sexual. It's like hugging, kissing, cuddling, whatever, like holding hands, like that kind right. of stuff. I love how we neither of us were just like robots, like don't need physical touch.
0: I just like the but when when they're asking you the questions, they're very much just like, would you prefer come home and have your, you know, significant other have taken care of a task for you when you're tired? Right. Or when you're out in public, they make sure and hold your hand. I'm like, uh, her sweaty ass palms. I'm good. Just do some things for me that make me feel. Yeah, right. I'm like, like, to me, it's not even. It's not even close.
2: Or it's like a really good example. Uh, I feel like that was like a strong indicator for me. Is like one of the questions was like, would you rather have a hug or be told that you're appreciated? Right. And like being told that I'm appreciated it speaks volumes to me versus a hug. Like I right. don't. You hug everyone. Um, so no, nope, rec- not anymore. Not, truly not anymore. Bitch, don't come close to me. <laughs> so receiving gifts, uh, thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority. So give thoughtful gifts and gestures, express gratitude when, when receiving gifts. So that's like picking up the SF t-shirt when you're at the airport. Right. Um, yeah, I love a I love a like gift and I feel like gifts almost, gifts almost makes it sound like it's like something bougie and expensive, but it's just right. like if you're- It's
0: a token of appreciation. To-
2: that's exactly what it is. Like if you're passing your guy's favorite shared bakery and you like happen to grab their favorite cookie on the way home, like that can make me cry on a day when I'm PMSing, you know what I mean? Of how right. much I love that. Um,
0: I'll always remember.
2: Oh my God, oh my God. Yes, 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 go.
0: The act of kindness, right? Or act of service? It would have
2: been an act of service slash gift given. Right, yeah.
0: That I got you, not like, not like unbeknownst to me, but like, I wasn't thinking about like, this is going to be a gift for her kind of thing. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, I, I'm, I should do this. Are we thinking the same okay. thing?
2: Yes, yes, for sure.
0: So like I replaced the air filter in my apartment
2: and we had been dating for maybe a couple months and- And,
0: people, and so it, it, LA kind of smoggy, whatever kind of thing. So I, I I replaced the air filter and like, I usually get this one version that I I would like, it's more like equipped for what I would need, but they had this version that was specifically like hypoallergenic for things that like, I knew that she has allergies like towards and
2: pollen. Right,
0: yeah. Cause like, and I didn't have like a dog, so it didn't really matter. But like, I got things that were like, okay, cool. If she had, a, when her and Moose come and spend the night and like, she wakes up in the morning, this will be better for her. And I like, just like mentioned that. And I was, I was like, like, oh yeah, that'll be better this time. Cause I got this air filter. So you won't have any sniffles in the morning. And you were like.
2: That's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for
0: me. And it was like, I realized <laughs> after like, when, like her response to like me buying this fucking air filter, which I just thought was just like, oh, of course. Like it's functional. Of course I would do that because that's what, that's better for her. It was, it was this moment of like, I could see her heart fall out of her chest. I'm like, I died.
2: Oh. Yeah, I died. I was like, "Okay,
0: so uh... I was like, God, the bar's low. Okay." <laughs>
2: Cool. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, okay, moving on, quality time. Uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one time is important, create special moments, take walks and do small things with your partner. Uh, that was higher for you than it was for me. Which one? Quality
0: time.
2: 27%. Yeah, oh yeah, mine was like 13%. Mine was was like half that. I
0: think quality time is important to me because we're both very busy. Yeah. And. Uh, time is probably my most and your most valuable asset.
2: Absolutely. And
0: so quality time to me is not about the like hours and hours that we, I I don't quality time is not, let's make sure Saturday we just do nothing but spend time with each other. Like I don't like the idea of this is our day and this is, that's going to be something like to me, it's like, I'm busy. I'm so fucking busy. Everything's crazy all week, but somehow I never found a day where there wasn't 10 or 15 minutes that we just like, got to refresh together.
2: Yeah, totally. And to
0: me, it's just like, it's so easy to get consumed by work and this, and there's always Mm -hmm. something else to do, but Mm -hmm. to like, you know what, I'm tired, and not only am I tired, I just wanna like sit here and lay with you. Mm -hmm. That to me is important.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think that like, for someone whose love language is high for quality time, like I know Remy is like, that's one of her languages is quality time. Remy Cruz. Remy Cruz, yeah. and Cruising with Remy. Cruising with Remy. And um, like, I feel like if you don't understand that and you don't make the effort to make sure that you have quality time together, I think that can be really difficult. And even though they're like, well, I haven't done anything wrong. It's just that the communication there of not understanding how important that is just can become so problematic. Um, okay, so an act of service, which is both of our biggest ones, let them know you are wanting to help to lighten their load. So make them breakfast or dinner, go out of way to help with chores. Um, Oh, oh, I didn't even get into this but like things to avoid for this one, it's lacking follow through on small and large tasks.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Which makes so much sense, which makes so much sense. Because like
0: <laughs> I have a story after this. Continue.
2: I have a story after this as well. Go you ahead. go first.
0: Follow through so important.
2: Follow through is so <laughs> important.
0: I've had a couple experiences with a couple ex girlfriends before and the it's not even about the, well, it's about the follow through, don't get me wrong, but it's not about the one-off thing that just didn't get done. It's when the, oh, I'm gonna do that later or this, or like, you know that they're like assigned a thing that they're supposed to do that's right. just like something that they do. And you start doubting the fact that they're ever gonna do it because of the person that they are. Like, oh right. yeah, they'll never yep. get around to that. Oh, they're, that. They're, they're, They said they're gonna do that and they're never gonna do that. Yeah. That to me is the biggest turn off that you it. can never come back it. from. It. Yeah, and it's yeah. not because like, oh, they're having a super busy week this week mm-hmm. and they probably won't get around to it. It's like. No, you're not going to do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's just who they are. Oh, it deteriorates your emotions. All right, go ahead. Anyway, so what I was going to say is that um, we were about to do a workout and um, there was just like poop all over the lawn. And... And you know what? You're the most sensitive one to it. Like you gag at like the smell of it when we open the garage doors and work like, work out half indoors, nose, half outside. nose is
0: half broken. So. It
2: really is. I'm just like always stuffed up at all times. So I don't really smell anything. So anyways, I was like, babe, do you mind going and picking up the poop? And you're like, no, like I'm, I'm no. And I was like, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck? So I was like a little salty about it. I was like a little what? salty I about tell. this. Like, I even remember texting my friends being like, should I be pissed off about this? Like, I feel really mad, but this is like over something so stupid. Like, I think it's fine. It's fine, right? Like, should I be mad? And then anyways, uh, next workout rolls around and you come inside and you're like, I just picked up all the poop, babe. And I was like, you picked up the poop? That's so nice. (laughs) But just like the follow through on something that small and also like an act of service, I was like, yes.
0: But also- I'm big on, in terms of acts of service, and this is just like a, a, a look into my life, and like mm. all the things that, like the act of service, the gift, the literally all these things mean 10 times more to me if I didn't ask for it.
2: Right, 100%, exactly, and exactly, And I feel exactly. like when
0: you said, hey, can you go pick the poop? Nah. But for some reason, when I was outside and I saw poop later on, right. I was like, I'm gonna get this. Because to me, it was like, that. to me, it means more to me. It's like, you're not asking me to do it. I'm just right. gonna do it. Right, 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 and, right, right. Um, that's my way of covering it for the fact that I was just lazy that morning.
2: Right. Yeah, 100%. It yeah, it did. It really Great. did. Yeah. And now now we're back at, at score zero.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully
0: Question for you in comparison to like your type or your love language, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking back to your ex-boyfriends or whatever, right? Did they have similar love languages to me? Like is your type, it's similar in the sense of the way that they wanted to be loved or mm-hmm. were they all different?
2: They were all different, I would say. Um, Was, is there a theme? No, not really. It's kind of all over the place. I mean, they've all, everyone that I've dated has always been like very different, Um I would say one boyfriend for sure was quality time, but I think that was also due to the fact that we were like a little bit long distance as well. Got it. So there was probably an element of insecurity there, and quality time meant more mm-hmm. than the other ones. I, I'm sure it was like a circumstantial situation. And then honestly, my last relationship, like, I don't fucking know. We were just on such different pages on everything that like, I just, we were just- This is the one with
0: Alex. Yeah. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, Alex I and guess I- guess anyone just, was wondering, wondering yeah.
2: <laughs> we just were on different fucking planets. And I think we both know that. And you know, that, that was not the only root problem of that relationship, but- um But but, you know, that's a big part of it. It's just that like, if you don't understand each other's love languages, then you're just, it's just missed connections. Mm -hmm. Every time you go out of your way to do something for them, like I like to give in acts of service to show my love. And if that person doesn't, receive and appreciate it, I feel like I'm not loved. You know what I mean? So if they're- Woo! What?
0: I <laughs> striking hot, I'm right with you on that one.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So if I feel underappreciated, it's just like, that's the worst, it's, I would rather, I, I it's, it's at the bottom of my list of things that I wanna feel is underappreciated. Right. Especially it's like when I have so much other shit going on, but I make time to like go out of my way to inconvenience myself to do something for you, like an act of service of whatever it might be and it goes unnoticed and totally un- unappreciated. And maybe even just like, like just I don't I don't want that. It's just, oh, yeah. there's just nothing that feels worse for me as someone who like values that. So I like to give and receive in that way, but it's, yeah, it can be hard.
0: But I think that comes down to the compatibility piece, right? For like sure. that's where like the, the love language takes over. Cause like to me, I am very much in the sense of like, I think acts of service are the most important. I mm-hmm. just do like, once you know, and it's acts of service and this isn't necessarily, it's a bit in like the the high school and college days like this is when I feel like you get out and it's For more sure. in the real world because yeah, like yeah. it's mean, only real world. like bandwidth wise when you're in high school and college like your job is to like get through and not drop out and somehow come away with a degree after that I think like picking up on little things that are like lifestyle yeah. um, choices are yep. so important. Yep. 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 And in past relationships, I have like doubled down on acts of service to like do more of them. Cause I feel like they weren't getting recognized mm-hmm. until you hit that brick wall of like, oh, so you just don't recognize shit.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then you feel resent, Exactly. Right. oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, it's a deep, dark hole and a slippery slope there for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: For I'd be sure. interesting.
0: I don't think I've really had any like anything serious with People whose love language is physical touch, but I feel like I've maybe like had like a couple dates where like where their PDA
2: oh level was not was, matched was to yours.
0: not in the same yeah. like I guess I would I mean unless I'm like shit faced drunk at like in my college days like right. the idea of just like public display of affection yeah. is more uncomfortable with the, oh, to we, me than anything else. We have, else.
2: Um, we have a, a couple. Yeah, so of Matt friends. Fine and Tiff.
0: <laughs> Y'all,
2: Mof, yeah. So Moff. these
0: these two, I mean, we're- Are, a, they're
2: basically fucking. We're a fucking every bowling alley, moment, all right? And like, they're like humping each other. We're just like, you might as well just be fucking. Everybody
0: has his friends, though. Yeah, hundred percent. Everybody has those friends. Yeah. Just like for whatever reason, like everyone's, it's it's, it's a good. Part. They're, everyone's hanging they're out. physical
2: touch. Their like, love language is I'm talking to somebody sure.
0: else's girlfriend. You're talking to somebody. You know what I mean? Like and I'm Mof like, is
2: in the corner, basically fucking. Like everybody's.
0: It's just like, <laughs> why don't y'all just go home? If you just want to hang out with each other, why do y'all just go, they're gonna hear this, they're gonna go, you guys fucking kidding. I know, That's not I know. us. But
2: you know what's so funny is that anytime they catch us like sneak a kiss, they'll be like, oh, you're making out. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but like, if you go to any any party yeah. that Lauren and I are at, 60% of the party, we're not in the same room.
2: No, we're not together. Well, I mean, we fucking see each other all day. I want to talk to other people
0: yeah, <laughs> and see agreed. our friends.
2: Yeah, no, 100%. Moff, we love you so much. And I love that you're so in love with each other and can't totally. keep your hands off each other. But get but. a fucking room. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, damn, you really put them on blast like that. I was gonna keep it anonymous. Damn. Damn. Um oh, so okay, let's let's actually go through things to avoid. These are interesting. So words of affirmation is not recognizing or appreciating effort. So I feel like that goes hand in hand with acts of service. It's like the reciprocating end of when you're given an act of service. Um, physical touch, physical neglect or abuse, obviously. That, that's that's much less than feeling love. That's much less.
0: Physical abuse. Yeah that's, yeah, that's
2: yeah. That's total other side of the spectrum. Uh, Receiving gifts, things to avoid. Unenthusiastic gift receiving, forgetting special occasions. I had a friend who was so obsessed. She gave gifts to receive gifts.
0: Oh, my least favorite.
2: Oh yeah, it was, and it just felt like a manipulation tactic where it's like, if I knew that she was spending this amount that I would have to match that. So she would spend more so she could receive more. And it was, it was exhausting. I was like, oh my God, gift giving should be like, like I love giving gifts. And I actually feel a little more awkward receiving them than giving them, but I love being able to like find something and make something custom, like not like make something with my own hands. I mean, sometimes, but like, I love finding the perfect gift for someone. Like I love giving right. gifts. Um, and-
0: It's not a one size fits all Buy 20 of these and send them on out. It's like, uh, right, right. oh, she would like it this, he would want it this. Right, 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 exactly,
2: exactly. Like if I find gummy bears that are that are bourbon whiskey flavored and pick them up for you, it's like, I love being like, oh my God, this is so cute. And, and, and even if
0: they're not even good, the idea is that you were somewhere right. and saw a bourbon whiskey, whatever, and yes. we are like, I have to get these for Jeremy.
2: Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. But yeah, so I had a friend who was, is, gifts were, all that mattered. And holidays and occasions were like, just like big spending events. And
0: I was like, read the room. If ah. nobody else is walking around, acting like they're fucking Santa Claus. Cause it's, I don't know, uh, mother's day. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> calm down.
2: I know, I know. But it, it's hard because if that is how they receive love, it's like, you just have to have a mutual understanding about that. I just, I don't, I think in a relationship I could figure it out if I knew that it was so important to them but in a friendship I was like okay we got to fucking relax here like this is this is a lot.
0: I mean like and also for me like the tent pole of like like highest compliment I can give to my friend is like we'll just go we'll go with the flow. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to be strategic and yeah, plan out yeah, and pl- my oh, friendships. Yeah.
2: Um, Quality time, distractions when spending time together, long time without one on one time. I think, I feel like I hear about this so much from girls who are in relationships um, and not necessarily girls, just like people who are in relationships with someone who's obsessed with video games.
0: Oh, I feel
2: like that's such a common, Problem starter, right? Where um, quality time—it's like you're in the same room as them, but they're not there,
0: right? And even
2: just like cell phones being so popular too.
0: Yeah, but there's—they're not there. The same wavelength, right? If you're both mindlessly on your kind of cell phone, just like kind of together, just like you're right. Like I feel like we—I would take quality time with you in the sense of like we've both been working all day, right? And I want to just sit on our fat. Cloud Couch, yeah. like like <laughs> an inch away from each other, uh-huh, and just uh-huh. check up on what happened during the day. Right, I'll reading... take that as quality time. Yes, and because yes. we, we'll share things back and forth. Like our 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 texts and DMs are nothing but just like shared like dog photos uh-huh. and random TikToks that you yep. send me, like yes. all the time. That but you like, never watch. No, I watch all of them. And um, that but that's okay. But it'd be one thing if like you're I sorry, was it's doing the that. Yeah, you are you are you vibing on the same? Are you
2: vibrating the same frequency, babe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's so true because like, if a girlfriend is sitting um, just like on the bed, bored on her phone, waiting for the boyfriend to be done, playing video games with the bros and screaming into the headset, you know what I mean? Like you are vibrating at different fucking frequencies.
0: But also with that, I think a lot of um, partners, guy, or girl will look at that and say, I'm in the room, you have the option to vibe with me and you are actively vibing on a different frequency. I don't like that. (laughs) And and more along the lines of like, no, that's okay.
2: Hmm?" Oh, I just, I don't know. I've actually never um, dated someone who's been big into video games, but I have so many friends who struggle with that. And even it's just like something that just like people love for a long time. You know, it's not like you sometimes, some people grow out of it, some people don't.
0: Yeah, I haven't played them in like 10 years, but like people love them.
2: Um so Jeremy really doesn't get down with like the different personality tests and the horoscopes and all that.
0: I mean I don't get down with it. You
2: fucking hate a horoscope. Don't even don't even lie. You hate a horoscope. I don't
0: hate a horoscope. I just don't think it, it is the definition and the best explanation for why any and everybody is the exact thing that they are.
2: No, no, not at all. Totally not at oh, all. Oh cuz
0: this fucking ball of gas was passing this other one and the alignment of the earth was here. So that's why I like fucking Pringles at 12 o'clock. No, makes no sense.
2: Is that why I like Pringles at 12 o'clock? I'm a Leo? Yeah. Uh, Makes no sense. I'm so glad I know that now. I feel better.
0: Living in LA, you are perpetually (laughs) like reminded because in conversation, someone will say something about like that and like, yeah. And then like, I got cut off and like, I'm a Taurus. So and I'm like, huh? What does that have to do with anything? It means
2: that they're stubborn. So they probably didn't like getting cut off because they're stubborn. No, Cindy, that that does not mean that you have to be stubborn (laughs) most of your life. (laughs) I mean, Moose is a Taurus and he's stubborn as hell.
0: Anyway, my point is this. I think there's a big difference between personality tests and putting yourself into a box of like, oh, this is like what I resonate with.
2: Oh, so you actually like a personality test more than a horoscope.
0: Yes, I do like the science backed personality test more than I like the, okay, they're gonna say it's all both science backed. I like the the
2: astrology version versus. And I'm gonna get yeah. shit
0: on here because everyone loves astrology and I don't. And fuck no, me. No,
2: no. I I think I think people like astrology. It, it's a scale for sure. And I mean, like, I love reading astrology stuff. I don't live and die by it, and no means would like make a big decision based off of it. But it's always fun to be able to find ways. But I, you know what? I'm sure I could read any science horoscope and somehow find a way to apply it to my life. You know what, what I mean? You don't think? Well, I, you really think I mean, that? also also there are more than 12 types of people in the world. What? But you know what? There's there's also the whole side of like, you're a rising this what? and stuff like that. There's, it can get, it oh can get so God, deep. Oh, you're such a crazy. fucking troll. Let us live. Okay. Yeah, I, you- you're such an Aquarius <laughs> anyways. Um what I love making um new boyfriends do is the Myers-Briggs test. If you've never taken it, I think there's a free one on 16personalities.com, not sponsored. Um but it tells you and it's a it's four different dichotomies and there oh. are 16 different enneagrams that you can have. I'm an ESFJ, <laughs> And what are you, babe? What am I? Yeah, uh, an ESTJ.
0: Whatever executive is.
2: I think it's, yeah, ESTJ. So anyways, um, let me, I don't wanna fuck this up, but basically the first one is an introvert versus an extrovert. And I feel like we're both, I don't, I'm me more than you, I would say like I'm almost right in the middle of an introvert and extrovert.
0: Right, definitely you're closer an, to ambivert.
2: Definitely an ambivert for sure. But because it's a dichotomy, like I, I lean towards the extroversion side for sure.
0: Are you an extrovert rising introvert?
2: <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> No, I'm an ambivert, okay, babe? As,
0: a, as an Aquarius rising cancer, I don't even know what I am.
2: You're an Aquarius. Yeah, but I don't,
0: I don't know my rising and whatever else is. I was born at 412 afternoon, whatever that means.
2: I'm sure someone will tell you. You, you actually know what time you were born at?
0: January 22nd. 4.12 in the afternoon.
2: Okay, someone, can someone do Jeremy's star chart and tell him everything about his life? In Rockford,
0: life? Illinois. Oh yeah, to, Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, 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 you have At to have Swedish that At Swedish well. American yeah. Hospital. Uh-huh. I probably just gave away about seven of my passwords.
2: Definitely. Okay, so Myers-Briggs is based on um, the four dichotomies. So extroversion or introversion. So we're both extroverts. Okay. Um, Information, do you prefer to focus on the basic information you take in or do you prefer to to interpret and add meaning? Sensing versus intuition. Ladder. ES. No, you're a sensing. A sensing? I think you're a sensing, weren't you? Yeah, you're an ESTJ, you're a sensing. So, no, but that means you focus on the basic information and take it in. Right. Intu- right, so that's sensing. Oh. Intuition is when you add meaning to it.
0: Oh, no, I was just like, you take the information.
2: Oh yeah, 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 inf- yeah. So you're the S of sensing um, and then decision-making. Um, do you prefer to first look at logic and consistency or first look at the people in special circumstances? It's called thinking versus feeling. So I'm feeling, I'm always in my fucking feels. I'm for sure feeling, this uh- is where you're thinking.
0: I sit in the middle of it, yeah.
2: Yeah. So you prefer to first look at logic, and oh, right. you love logic. Are you kidding me? But
0: I love logic, but I know that it isn't like I would take into consideration the eq eq portion of that. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the logic is is sound. That doesn't move right. But I will also add in the variable of the fact that I'm dealing with humans, uh-huh. and humans are fucking emotional.
2: I'm I'm an emotional wreck
0: right yeah. i guess i just wouldn't get distracted by the end portion of it i would l- help. You consider i would it? let that inform me
2: right 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 Right. oh yeah no i just go straight with the gut feeling the, yeah um And <laughs> ignores then, facts totally ignores facts yeah no I, I mean i think you know what that makes a lot of sense with anxiety just ignores facts and irrational fears yes yeah, yeah, I I guess guess if you problem. say so structure in dealing with the outside world do you prefer to get Do you prefer prefer to get things decided or do you prefer to stay open to new information and options? It's called judging or perceiving. So we prefer your, Jay? I judge. I judge, I judge for sure. Uh, Get things decided. Oh yeah, oh, I wanna make decisions. I want nothing open-ended. I love routine. I love structure. Judge that shit up. I judge. I judge I judge too much. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm an ESF. J. And I love these because I feel like it, I don't know. And maybe it's cause there's 16 of them versus like the 12 horoscopes. And again, I know that it's like on a different, different different frequencies, you know, different frequencies. I get it. I totally get it.
0: One is completely fucked anyway.
2: Okay. Uh, oh my God. So here are my adjectives. Um, I'm the console, actively sociable warm, harmonizer, caring, enthusiastic, empathic, people-oriented, practical, responsible, orderly, conscientious, can barely say conscientious, cooperative, appreciative, and loyal. That's, that feels pretty accurate, right?
0: There was definitely a few of them that were really close.
2: I Oh, did I pronounce everything wrong?
0: No, no, you pronounce them great. That one you did. That, there was there was nothing wrong there.
2: <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no. I feel I I, I kind of want to see the negatives though, I mean, about ESFJ. A
0: little while ago, when you were saying dichotomy and enneagram, I was like, damn, all right. Those more syllables than you've pronounced correctly in this entire show.
2: Okay, I think I'm being bullied. Yeah, But I'm you being, nailed it. I think I'm being a victim of bullying.
0: You nailed it. You're you 2nd an- you guess your um pronunciation often.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Well, because yeah. I, I ninety, I would say 50, fifty. I'm wrong.
0: Well, 100 right this last time.
2: Hell yeah. Okay, ESTJ, uh, you are the executive, right? Yes. Yeah. Active organizer, logical, assertive, fact-minded, decisive, practical, results-oriented, analytical, systematic, concrete, critical, responsible, take charge, common sense. That is absolutely fucking you. You know what this says to me? This says realist.
0: Why would you not be a realist?
2: Because I'm an optimist, babe.
0: It's not to say that I don't understand and appreciate optimism, but at the end of the day-
2: Logic says that realism is a winter baby. So anyway, I love, I don't know. I just feel like it's a deeper understanding of of yourself. I don't necessarily apply it to other people. I love like hearing what yours is and being like, oh yeah, that does make sense. But like personally, I took this in a uh, university and I was like, oh shit, I am an ESFJS. Book. And it just feels nice to like I like putting myself in a category. Like I like kind of being in this box. Like a lot of times I don't want to be in a box and I like to think outside of the box. But for something like this, it, it there's like a level of comfort that I'm in this box. Martha Stewart's an ESFJ.
0: <laughs> Martha Stewart smokes Halloween.
2: I love that for Martha Stewart. Yeah,
0: I just uh I guess I'm glad that you relate to it. I'm yeah. glad you feel good about it. Yeah. And I don't disagree with anything that you just said about me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let's see. Um, let's see about the bad things about you. ESTJ.
0: I'm surprised you have to look this up.
2: Cons. No wait. Oh. Oh wait. Uh, ESTJ negatives. Oh, negative traits. Here we go. Let's go. Roast him. Ooh. Ooh. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um. Can be extremely judgmental. Can be stubborn, inflexible, inflexible, unreasonable, and overly rigid. Materialistic. Tend to believe they're always right.
0: I'm really bad about being wrong sometimes.
2: So bad about being wrong, so bad. Uh, Tendency to be bossy, easily agitated, impatient with sloppiness and inefficiency. Oh, that one, that one is, yeah, that one is, woo, right on the nose. Uh, Not naturally in tune with the feelings of others. I don't agree with that one, but. Wow, yeah, the inpatient with inefficiency. If you ever want to see Jeremy just pissed off as fuck is at the airport, oh my God. Oh
0: my God, people are their worst version of themselves. Okay,
2: here are my negatives. Not that I have any, but <laughs> just, just. <laughs> oh, sorry, ESFJ is the caregiver. I got that mixed up. I don't know what the console, oh, maybe it's the same one. Okay, uh, prone to struggle with insecurity stemming from their strong desire to be liked. <laughs> Tendency to need lots of positive affirmation or to feel good about themselves. (laughs) Strongly dislikes criticism and conflict. Can be overly sensitive.
0: Mm -mm. That's not you. That's not you. That's not you. Keep going. These are these are okay. (laughs) Questionable (laughs) at best.
2: Um, tendency to partake in gossip. (laughs) No comment. Um can be overly status conscious and too concerned about what others think about them can be dramatic tendency to dislike change oh bitch! don't change don't don't just don't change anything it's fine you don't have to change anything (laughs) may have a hard time accepting the end of a relationship hence why i'm a serial dater um, see, like, I just, I just love it. I love it so much.
0: These are all exactly you. Oh, I know. There hasn't been one that I'm like, eh. yeah.
2: Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, their respect for rule of law and authority and tradition may cause them to blindly accept rules without questioning or understanding them. I've definitely fallen victim to that a few times.
0: You are, for whatever reason, if the right, like mouth or person or situation just tells you something. You're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Just accepts immediately. Yeah. Even if you have facts in your head that would completely go against it for whatever reason, something's like, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And like, I'll just be like, well, but you know that's not true. And you're like,
2: what do you mean? The only thing is though, is that um, if some kind of authority tells me something that I don't agree with. Oh
0: God, speaking of airports.
2: Yeah, speaking of airports, I there's been a few times where I, I've-
0: You have a weird- Um, issue with authority in the, the most strange of fucking scenarios sometimes. I
2: know. And I, and I've never had issues with authority. There was, you know, what started is there was this one teacher who just treated me so differently in class than everyone else. And she got so mad at me all the time and sent me for a walk around the halls. I get kicked out of class all the time. To go take a walk? To go take a walk around the halls.
0: I would have fucking walked my ass to my car and left.
2: Okay, so didn't have a car. I would
0: have been so mad. So was
2: stuck there. But yeah, I was so mad. I was so mad. And that was the first time that I ever like talked back to a teacher and like not questioned authority, but was like, fuck you. Like, fuck, like, what What do you mean? Like it, it, would, it would be like, if me and someone else were talking, probably shouldn't have been talking. I would be the one every single time out in the hall, taking a lap.
0: That's funny. I would, I would love to see you.
2: I was mad.
0: Get disciplined like that.
2: Oh, you know what? You know what? I think I just got—I—I I, uh, my tolerance for some bullshit got less and less as I got older. In high school, um, we had this ridiculous rule where you couldn't wear ripped jeans. You couldn't have jeans that had holes in them. And this is when like holy jeans were so trendy, and it genuinely was like kind of difficult to find jeans that didn't have holes in them that were right. like sold. Pieces. Well, that
0: didn't have like any like wear distressing, yet. yeah, Because yeah. they like, become holes after you wash them. Right,
2: wash them once, and so I was sent clothes. home. Oh yeah, I don't know. How to. No, oh, no, my mom um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 so it would have been fine. Um, but yeah, the principal would just like send people home recklessly if you had holes in your jeans. So at that point I was just like, I will see you tomorrow, principal. I think that's
0: the dumbest shit though. Like that's one of those like rules that you're like, and I get that like, it's a rule and you have to follow it. And that's part of like being in school. You just learn how to follow yeah, rules yeah. whether you agree with them or not. But like some things are just like, fuck, why does that matter?
2: Also it's like, for the sake of my education, you're sending me home because there's a one centimeter hole in my jeans, like get fucked. See, I see, I have, I see, I have, I have authority
0: problems. (laughs) I have, um, I mean, I definitely had, I didn't have authority issues because like I had respect issues for people that I didn't think deserved it. And so like when you're a kid- Ooh, that could
2: get you into trouble. Oh my God. But when
0: you're a kid, like the, my least favorite, someone who's like a challenger and like I do not just accept things. When someone says like, hey, it's blue. Yeah. It's fucking green. And like whether I'm right or wrong, like if I think it's green, I must just like spit it back there.
2: You're like a debater. Well, I just,
0: I don't, I challenge things. For sure. Period. Like, I, that, that's Driving me. crazy. And <laughs> I had the hardest time when someone's only comeback was I'm, cause I'm in charge, cause I'm older, right. cause I'm mature. I said like, so. But it's like, I can't imagine from my perspective, if like some little kid like told me something that I didn't agree with, if my answer was only because I've existed longer than you, right. then my argument sucks.
2: But I feel like if they were to come back with that argument, like you know that they've gotta be insecure about that answer when they're delivering it.
0: Of course, but that's the shit that drove me the fucking wall. Right. Yeah. And like, and like business, I, I, this whole 16, <laughs> divide, it, I don't think it's that complicated. To me, there are three types of people, assertive, analytical, and accommodators. You got people that are they want to be the boss. Mm-hmm. You have people that only rely on numbers and facts, and does it make money or not? Mm-hmm. And you have people that are going to go out of their way to do any and everything to make you feel good about whatever it is. Oh and my like, God, I'm
2: not a commentator. Com- you're an accommodator. <laughs> accommodator.
0: You are, you are until you're not. <laughs> until right? I'm not, because like not. Yeah. I, there are things that like us doing this type of business together. I'm shocked that I'm like, yo, chill out. It's okay. Yeah. Like I feel like we lose our patience at things differently. Definitely, definitely. And then we, but I will say, um and maybe it's changing and we're like getting more similar. You are adopting my way of dealing with those conflicts from like a written communication standpoint. Definitely. Miles and miles yeah. differently than like when we first met.
2: For sure. Jeremy has, um, he's really um, just like learned the art of strategic conversation.
0: I've learned the art of say what you want to say.
2: Yeah, but it's say what you want to say, but also get what you want without offending anyone. Right. Because like, I feel like I'm either like this, it's it's the same thing with the patients. It's like, I'm either at zero, like I'm totally accommodating for everything that you could ever ask for, or I'm at a hundred percent no chill and I'm just like fucking ripping new assholes. Like I'm Halfway just Halfway through an email mad. that
0: you don't come back from. And I'm like, right, yo, whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. Like right. you're right here. Don't be yes. the wrong person.
2: Right, yeah. No. But and like, it, we call it T-Rex typing when I'm typing an angry email and I'm just slamming on keys like a T. If you are, if you're watching the video, I'm like, I'm T-Rex like and I'm mad. I'm yeah. mad. So it's zero to hundred very quickly. And maybe that's something that I should work on. But um, when the patience is gone, the patience is gone.
0: Well, you can always tell like you're an accommodator. If you, when you ask questions in a written form or even like verbally, mm-hmm. if you give the person you're asking the question the out for if they are giving you an answer that doesn't align with what you want. For example, like, um, so are you're gonna be able to pick up the kids, or are you gonna be too busy? Y'all have to do is like, and you're gonna pick up the kids, right? As opposed to be like, or are you gonna be too busy? Or like, or do you have something else to do? Or giving them an out beforehand because yeah. you're literally thinking about the worst case scenario and you feel like you have to say that. Oh my
2: god, that's me. It's me. And people will
0: either relate <laughs> to that or not, but like, and yeah. it's people feel uncomfortable because they just like, hey, um, are you gonna be able to do this?
2: My dad, I don't even know where he falls into all of this, but my mom and I just, we think it's so funny because he's just so, he's so predictable. When I wasn't able to drive and I would be like, oh dad, like, do you mind, like, could you drop me off at like the mall or whatever? Like I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. He'd be like, well, I have to do this and I have to run to the the store and do it. And I'm like, yes or no, yes or no. So I wasn't even giving him an out, but he was giving me like a, 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 not even a concrete answer. And my mom and I were just like, yes or no. Commit or not? <laughs> you commit or not? Yep. And so I don't know where he falls into all of that, but it was it. it, it was just, fuck, I'll never. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Love you. <ya. laughs> Good old Greg. Love Greg. Love Greg. Also, we have done such a great job of not talking about like dicks and sex on this podcast and so far. if we far. could keep it
0: that way, that'd be great if we could have, I don't know, a monetized podcast.
2: Someone DM'd me today. So when I, when I reached out on Instagram to everyone and was just like, what do you guys want to hear on the pod? Someone was like, fuck you. Your podcast sucks. Make family friendly content. And oh. it, it was just such a. Such a- uh, uh, well, Fuck you too, little bitch. Just, no, this girl had to be like 13. Like, oh, she was never mind. Super. I take it But back. I was like, did you just tell me to go fuck myself, but then also tell me to make family-friendly content? Like I'm getting mixed signals from you here, Yo, Jessica. Yo, the amount of
0: comments that I see of like moms, I mean, we have more moms that watch this podcast than anything and I'm yeah. for the fucking energy. Yeah. We've got ooh, moms, we got ooh, doctors.
2: Wait. Oh my God, babe, should we tell them the exciting thing that we're working on or not yet? What are we working on? Starts with an M.
0: Oh God, I thought it was a different M word. Yes, merchandise we could talk about. No, let's not talk about merch. Okay. Are you oh. ready. And also, we're not ready. We haven't even signed shit. Okay, so cut it out? We don't even gotta cut it out. No.
2: <laughs> we're designing some really cute shit. Okay. We're trying to get
0: some Christmas ideas.
2: Yeah, we're trying to get some Christmas ideas to hit the, the holiday stuff. Um, it'll just be like a limited edition, like nothing crazy. But um, since I obviously don't wear real clothes ever, I figured that we should be wearing some Wild Till Nine shit while we're sitting here. Indubitably. Indubitably.
0: Indubitably.
2: Indubitably. Without a doubt. Indubitably. Certainly.
0: Um. Okay, something else we haven't really talked about that is like very, very much related that I want to talk about. Yeah. Is getting too comfortable.
2: Oh, ooh, ooh. I, you know what, I throughout my years of like doing Q&As and giving, uh, attempting to give relationship advice, I have gotten so many messages and they're always so sad because it's someone who's been in a relationship for a long time, usually a couple of years, and they love the person. They have so much love for the person, but they're not in love with that person. They have love, but they're not in love and they feel trapped and they feel as if they've gotten too comfortable and they're staying for the security blanket. Right. And it's hard. What do you do? I mean, oh. and you, you leave. You leave is what the answer is. Is that like you're doing yourself and them a disservice by staying in that relationship. And it's so hard.
0: I think that, I mean, marriage and relationships and being engaged and the titles and everything are so difficult because of, you know, life. I think the hardest part is that we live in a world that has never, I think at least moved and changed and transformed and evolved so fast. Right. And the person that, I am today, I sure as hell hope is very different from the person I am in five and 10 years.
2: Right, right and as why, you should, as you should And why be.
0: is it that we accept that for a fact, but don't keep that same level of, like that same standard in our relationships mm-hmm. in the sense of pushing yourself and your other, you know, significant other to continue to rise and change and be okay with that. Or right. if you're not okay with that, got to move on and communicate yeah. that.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, it's tough. I think, I think that people get can get too comfortable, they take advantage of what they have, they stop showing appreciation for that person, they stop making them feel special. And I think with social media now, it's so easy for someone to think or see that the grass could be greener.
0: The distractions have never been better. The
2: distractions have never been so plentiful. And so I think it's, I think it's hard. And, and not to say that the grass, you know, maybe is greener on the other side, sure. you know what I mean? If you're in a relationship where you're stuck and you're too comfortable and you're just like going through the motions.
0: But I think there's a big difference between thinking and knowing and feeling like you want more. Right. Than seeing an, a thing that you don't have and, associating value of what you deserve with that.
2: For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Absolutely, that's totally two different things is, yeah, I totally agree.
0: And like, we all have friends, with boyfriends and girlfriends, we're like, yo, what in the fuck? And like, a lot of times, if like they're able to admit that and say like, yeah, it's not like how it used to be or this or that or whatever eventually, but they still aren't gonna make those actions. And it's just like, where, I don't, it's probably hard and I've been there and you've been there before, if just like communicating the fact that like, that ain't it anymore yeah it's tough yeah I wish I knew I wish I had a better answer for it but like it is
2: that's like it's almost like one of the saddest breakups like in those types of breakups like I almost wish not that I ever wish anyone to be cheated on right. but it's it's almost easier when there's anger involved
0: well, something to focus the emotions, the, the
2: emotions towards right so it's you're like well fuck that person they cheated on me like fuck you i deserve better but it's harder when they're a good person and you genuinely have so much love for them
0: no it's harder when there's kids that's oh, what it's hardest well,
2: damn i can't even imagine i can't even imagine having kids in, in the picture even a, even a pet
0: right but like i think that as we get older and we have like friends with more kids and everything yeah. like it'll be interesting because like i think some shit changes and some shit always stays the same. Right, And it's like the amount of like my friends whose parents, because my mom was uh, single for like 98% of the time that like I've been alive kind of thing. Mm. And like the amount of my friends who I feel like the wife would say things to my mother when it was just like me and like their son or whatever evolved about like what they didn't like about their husband was the right. darkest, craziest, nastiest shit or whatever. And also in front of the kid too, right? Mm. And it was just like, wow, you guys have fallen so far from right. whatever like this right. initial spark yes. was. Yes, 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 And it's not to say like, I think you should stay together at all costs. So don't get me wrong if there's kids there, but not at the expense of your long-term happiness yeah. that then permeates and affects everything else.
2: Right, especially it's like, I feel like I have so many like girls in their young 20s who have been dating the same dude for a couple of years or same girl, whatever it is. And you're just so young. You're so young. You're so young. And if you are not 100% satisfied and feel as if you're growing together, move the fuck on. It's so sad and it's hard. And I feel like people get overwhelmed so easily with the logistics of breaking up. You know what I mean? It's like the apartment, the bills, like, can I afford this? Which like, are all
0: valid concerns.
2: 100%, 100%. But in the long term, it will be worth it. It will be worth it. 110 bajillion percent
0: but comma, um, and not to say that that's not 100% correct. I think the big piece is if you're gonna make those moves, right? Don't just fall into the same trap and not think about what your love language is and right. what you are compatible with and yep. what you're compatible not with, mm-hmm. right? When you go to do that again, because otherwise you are just going to continue to fall into that same trap for yourself. Oh, I, totally. I think it's like half self-realization of what's going on with you, but also like what you do and don't want with your significant other in your life.
2: Absolutely. Or I feel finding
0: like, some like, happiness without a significant other and just going through life single too. That's completely fine.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when I look back at all my relationships, I took something very specific from that relationship that I left and was like, next time I need to make sure I have this and I see this in that person and I give this. And every single time I've, I feel like I've, I don't wanna say upgraded, but I've just found someone who's you more compatible. <laughs> <laughs> I've just. Are you found- guys mad about
0: that? No, so- No, they're not mad. No, no one's
2: mad. Okay, great, no, got it. You can say it. Um, I've just found one that's more compatible. No, no, you could, you could say it. And that should be the goal, though, is that every relationship should be more compatible up- than the last. An upgrade. An upgrade.
0: Okay, there we go. Yeah, sure. Oh, there Ooh, you go. That was hard.
2: It was. that was, that was tough. That yeah, stuff Yeah.
0: Maybe the biggest upgrade ever.
2: But it <laughs> upgrade just makes it sound physical, and that that's that's just a like very Let surface me level.
0: Upgrade. Ya. Let ya, me yeah, me babe.
2: Upgrade. Ya. Yeah, no, but I I think that you everyone should aim to upgrade in terms of happiness and how you're treated and how you communicate, like everything should improve.
0: But like the biggest piece here, and like when I say upgrade, an upgrade for you might not be the same upgrade as somebody else. Like two oh, totally, guys yeah, yeah. could be way better for somebody else. So like your upgrade could yeah. be something. I assure you, I'm a downgrade for a lot of women out there. They'd be like, I'm not dealing with his shit. His mouth way too fucking, <laughs> uh-uh, not gonna handle that. Like I'm sure there are plenty of people yeah, that 100%. like, you know, so like that upgrade is completely customized for you and your situational.
2: lifestyle. Situational. Situational, right. I heard someone say, I think it was Mia on her truth or drink with Alicia's. So I heard her say situational and I was like, my bitch. My bitch. Ours. Our bitch. Right. Our bitch. Our bitch. I I just googled the compatibility of ESTJ with ESFJ in relationships. I'm a psychopath and I love to google this the moment that I we could be talking for 6 days and I will be like Leo and Aquarius compatibility. Just just you know, just to just to see, just to see. It's not going to it's not going to make me cancel a date, it's not going to make me marry someone, but it's just just out of curiosity, you know? Um okay, here we go. Wow, babe, what if what if we're supposed to hate each other?
0: Well, that'd be this morning.
2: <laughs> oh shit, okay.
0: Um, Let me guess, we're like pretty compatible.
2: Let's okay, so ESTJs and ESFJs have some common themes that often arise when they get to know each other. Uh, you don't wanna keep these issues in mind, when you get to know an ESFJ. You'll quickly realize this person as a fellow under, oh, sorry, you'll quickly recognize this person as a fellow upstanding citizen, a practical sort with someone and someone you can rely on to get things done. While you may disagree on the specifics of things, you share a general interest in pragmatism, 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 pragmatism? Pragmatic. Pragmatism.
0: Pragmatism?
2: No, there's no ick in there. Pragmatism. Pragmatism? Pragmatism. that's a new word for me. Yeah, share a general interest in pragmatism. Oh, God damn it. So it's being pragmatic. Pragmatic right? process and correctness. You likely will build rapport by sharing details about your lives and will feel connected when you discover shared history or commonalities in your life experience.
0: God, that's the boringest, but also sexiest thing you've ever said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Communication can be a challenge between any two people. Um, and communication between us is not the exception, but being, by being aware of the issues that often arise when we communicate, you can quickly learn how to under, reach an understanding more quickly. You're both energetic communicators and you may find that when you're together, you're both eager to talk. While this can make for some lively discussions, it can also be frustrating because you may end up competing for the floor. Oh, we definitely don't have a problem. I just let you go.
0: Babe, you're always the queen. Whenever you want the floor, it's yours.
2: Thanks, babe. My love, my everything. <laughs> it's important that when you're together, you both focus on being good listeners as well as sharing your own thoughts. This is something you can work on together and is a worthy task as developing your listening skills will benefit all your relationships. That's that's fucking basic. I feel like we're both pretty good listeners. Um, ooh. Uh, so you, the ESTJ, have a tendency to call it like it is without too much concern for how people react. Oh,
0: fucking shit.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. So,
0: okay, so it's a, a bad thing that I call it like it is? This can Honesty? create
2: an imbalance in your dynamic where your feeling counterpart is desperately trying to maintain emotional harmony when you relentlessly rock the boat. Jeremy, why are you relentlessly rocking the fucking boat?
0: Uh, because it's ingrained. You know why? Because I'm a, an Aquarius and an ESTJ. I can't help it.
2: Um, sure, everyone wants honesty, but most people also like tact. If you're developing, if you're delivering news that may be hard to hear, think about how you can soften the message, and be aware that your ever-so charming habit of offering unsolicited cr- constructive criticism may not always be taken in the spirit it was intended. We have encountered that before. <laughs> I can think of a time or two. Oh God! And then
0: what are you? It just is perfect. Yeah, it says then- I'm really good. Yeah, okay, everything's great.
2: great. Well, um, so we're we're both traditionalists. Um, you each put faith in the past and trust what has worked for many generations before you. You share an appreciation for the rules. Eh.
0: That's they're stupid.
2: A str- <laughs> yeah, true fuck a stupid rule. Right.
0: I like the good ones.
2: You have a strong sense of duty. Hmm. Embrace responsibility. I and, just sound
0: like I fucking uh, am consistent and loyal and, and, sharp, and, the the and sharp and to the point.
2: And relentlessly rocking and the, boat. The, relentlessly rock the boat. Relentlessly rocking the boat. Oh, senior commitments through. We both like to do that. It is unlikely that you would carelessly let the other person down. Yeah, honestly, I feel as if we're uh, we're pretty compatible.
0: Well, thank God we have a survey to tell us that.
2: Yeah, thank God.
0: I'd be interested to hear in the comments what people are, are, and then like they listen to this podcast, one, and two, if they have like significant others, if they have ones that they do and don't get along with. I don't know how you make that into a concise comment, but I'd like to hear it.
2: Well, take, take your best shot. Take your best shot. Um,
0: And then if anybody sees some, uh, you know, compatibility in the comments, shoot some DMs off.
2: Oh my God! If we if we connected a relationship through the pod, Fuck. I would die. I would die. Well,
0: wow, we should make our own dating app. Yeah. And it should just be like your like your dating app is just what you do and don't like about the pod. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And you, can you bond match. over that. Right. Honestly, that's probably how some friendships could be made as well.
0: Yeah. God, we should make a forum.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means.
0: Are we still on the survey thing? Yeah, I'm still on the survey. I just wanted
2: to see if there was like a wrap up comment, you know, if there was like a, a, a summary of like, yes or no, do we get along? It's it's all pretty, uh, it's all pretty just like communicate and you will love each other. So communicate and we'll love each other and buy me a good Christmas present and also um, um, shovel the driveway as an act of service when we're in Big Bear for Christmas.
0: What? Don't forget forget to subscribe Um, and like, subscribe on Apple and Spotify and uh,
2: leave us a comment. What was our first, what was our first thing to comment?
0: So your two comments are going to be whether or not you like beards (laughs) and that's for men and women, of course. And, um, whether or not,
2: and what your sign is and and what your Myers Briggs is.
0: Right. And if you have a partner, if yours match, if you don't match, if you're the same, you're not the same, I want to hear it all.
2: Yeah, I want to hear it all. I love reading through the comments in the pod. It's my right. favorite. It's genuinely my favorite.
0: I actually do read probably 90% of the clam- yeah. comments. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same. Such
0: sure. the mean ones. And I sit there and just go,
2: oh. And then oh you no. do, you, do you try and delete them before I see them? No. Babe, I can take it. No, I know you can. I've been on the internet for a long time. I can take it. I
0: know. Found some
2: mean shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah.
2: Fuck them. All right. Well, on that note, this has been. Um, Who do you want to be today?
0: What's Michelle Obama's podcast called? Oh, I don't know. That one. Uh, this has been the Michelle Obama podcast.
2: <laughs> you know, stick to what works. You know, stick Spotify, I'm works. not yeah. sure who a
0: creative yeah. decided that Well, to be fair though, if my name was Michelle Obama
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was Michelle Obama. You
2: would probably name the podcast after Michelle yourself. Obama. Yeah, right. Michelle yeah. Obama. Okay. This has been the Michelle Obama podcast. Um I'm Addison Ray, and um hope you enjoyed the podcast.
0: I'm Addison Ray's mother.
2: Bye! <laughs> <laughs>